Good to go. I think that's us. Good. Okay. Welcome to the podcast, Greg. How are you doing, mate? Very good, mate. Uh, happy to be here. Lovely good. studio. Good. So It's a lovely studio, correct. Big shout out to G4 Claims. That's it. For that's hosting it. us. Soft drinks. You had a beer earlier, but... I'm an athlete, so You're an a- exactly. we can't, this, we can't show a, that in camera. So This is an athlete's podcast. This is a football player and athlete's podcast. So Craig Quinn is one of my best mates from growing up, and he's here today to tell us about his journey playing football in the States on a scholarship and what he does now, his youth career up until he went to the States, that sort of thing. So I'm going to give the people a bit of a, a background to Craig Quinn, and then you can add anything if you think. I've not done you justice, okay? Perfect. So you're 24. That's it. You played at Hamilton, youth career. You also um, were involved in the Scotland International setup as a young player. You left for the States at a young age, spent five years in the States. Five years, yeah. Five years, two different colleges. Mm-hmm. And now you work for one of the biggest technology companies in the world. That's Am it. I right? That's yeah. one. Okay, is that a fair overview of Craig Quinn? I think you've uh, nailed it on the head there. There we go. Easy. Um, so I met you back in first year, wasn't it, of school, secondary school? First year, yeah. Um, Bears End Academy, yeah. the glory days. That's it. What a school team we had. Unbelievable school team. Unbelievable. Those were good days. Those were good days. It was when we probably we were just, well, personally, I was just allowed to still play for the school team those first few years. Um, but then I went into Celtic, obviously, and that kind of stopped. Whereas you were at Hamilton, we weren't meant to play for the school team. We, were, we weren't meant we to. We kind of just played anyway. Yeah, that was it. We'd yeah, and sneak away and play for the school team. So should we start with Hamilton Ackies? What yeah. age were you when you when you joined them? So when I first joined Hamilton Ackies, I think it was under 11s. So I think I would have been 11. So the year before it. Uh, Started first year, so that would have been primary seven. Hey, remember, you need to be a fist away from the microphone, brother. Well, that's it. <laughs> Make sure the, the sound quality is perfect. Exactly. So, under 11s. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, so under 11s, uh, I was at Hamilton. Uh, before that, uh, I was at a boys club. I, I played for a boys club called Rosvale, who are now actually a junior team. They, uh, they were always a pretty good boys club, though, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Great boys club. H- how did you go from Rosvale to Hamilton? Yep, so just... Just playing for Rosvale, got scouted, went in trial. Uh, spent quite a while in trial, actually. I think I spent like about six months in trial. At that age, I wasn't the most physically developed. Mm-hmm. So I think making that transition from boys club to, to pro youth was, was quite difficult for me. Uh, however, once I, once I got used to the kind of physicality of it, at that age, it, it wasn't a problem. And yeah. he eventually signed me. I don't know there if it was go. a good decision or a bad decision. You're a good footballer, I'll give you that. You're a good uh, football player. Well, You're yeah. better than me. Oh, that's... <laughs> would be hard, would it? Uh, Shut the fuck up. Uh, but uh, basically, yep, signed after about six months, and that, that was me. I was at Hamilton right, so right under, the way through. So under 11s, is that still primary school? Primary school, yes. Yeah. So you're you're playing seven aside football. So you're that, in, you're in, you were in the academy pretty early then. Yep. Um, yeah, re- really young. Really and you, young. you spent a long time there, didn't you? Yep, so I was there from under-11s right through to the end of under-17s. Under yeah. So I, I went from playing, like, you know, the seven-a-side stuff to actually, uh, you know, being involved in, like, the under-20s set up, 
quite regularly and, and actually, you know, training with the first team and all that when I was 16, 17. That's, so, so uh, that's amazing. Yep. And yep. I think, but that's one of the things that clubs like Hamilton are good at. You know, you were 15, 16 and you're already kind of like sniffing in around the first team. Obviously because you, you were a good player. You know, they were interested in you at that time, but it was around that time where you then have to make the decision or you made the decision whether or not to stay in Scotland and and try and push, get a contract, play in the Hamilton first team or go elsewhere. So what what were you thinking? Because I remember as well at the time, it was when I was on the verge of signing for Celtic as well, professional contract. I remember talking to you and your dad about the, the options, you know, like doing the scholarship in the States and it, it sounded extremely attractive to me at the time. So talk us through how that process went and how you found out about it and why you opted for it. Yeah, so at the time at Hamilton, I was I was playing regularly in the, the under-17s and getting the odd appearance here and there in the, the under-20 setup. Uh, and I remember actually, I think a, a few of the boys in my team were actually looking to go out to the States at the time and they, they had different colleges um, kind of looking at them. I think they were sending away videos of them playing and it just so happened that, that one of the players of my team had sent away a video and I think we were playing maybe a, an under-17 game against Kilmarnock and that I happened to play quite well in and the coach out in America took notice of me and kind of got in touch with me via email that way. Yeah, I actually remember that. Yeah, so it was kind of like a wee bit out of the blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, I, I knew... I knew a fair bit about what like scholarships out in the states and all that stuff. I didn't know the full details of it. Uh, I just, you know, like, I maybe wasn't getting as many opportunities at the time at Hamilton as I, I would have liked. So I was, I was almost in that that mindset. I was looking elsewhere, and I was even considering, you know, going to university. And and when that that coach contacted me, uh, and and basically gave me the run through of what it was, what it was like going out to the States and, mm-hmm. and uh, the opportunities that you could get from it. Uh, I was really interested. We set up at the time, it was before the days of Zoom and all oh, that yeah. stuff. So we were still using Skype. Skype, yeah. So we used a, we used a Skype call. We had well, we had a Skype Careful. call. Careful, no, no defamation towards Skype. No, nothing wrong with Skype. <laughs> it, it, served, it served its purpose. But uh, yeah, we, we had a Skype call and he, he basically sold me on the... Yeah, so American I think, dream pretty much. I think that's I think that's interesting though because you know a lot of boys that are in academies like you just said there you were thinking about university you had you kind of had this first idea of the scholarship whereas a lot of boys would just be like tunnel vision tunnel focus I want to I want to play I want to get this professional contract I want to stay in Scotland play for the first team like why did you not have that mindset was that not something that you wanted to do did you not want to stay at Hamilton and try and get into the first team and play you know, I I did, and at that time I was very much in the in the mindset that I wanted to be a professional footballer, and I wanted to play at the highest level I could possibly play at. Um, however, I, I think at the time, if I remember right, I wasn't quite getting the opportunities at Hamilton mm-hmm. that I felt I deserved, and it's almost that that way when you're young, you. you thinking of what else you can do mm-hmm. and when this opportunity came up which is a good perspective to have though when you're young yeah because not not everyone does yeah I, f- I feel like as well like obviously my, my my dad was quite good at 
it uh, helped me keep an open mind. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when this opportunity came up, I was at an age where I, I wanted to try something new. Mm-hmm. And you, you were very young, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I was only seventeen at the time, and just felt like that this was a great opportunity. And I, I seen it actually as a stepping stone to go out and play professional out in the states. After that, obviously, in reflection, never happened. But at the time, that that was really why I, why I was going out there. I was going out there to, you know, uh, for a new start to, to go out there and probably try and make my way in the professional game over there mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. I'd done college and I seen also the degree as being a kind of backup which, which I guess it was uh, that if you know if it didn't work out in terms of of playing at the highest level possible or even if you played at a level where you weren't necessarily going to make a fortune mm-hmm. out the game mm-hmm. as like you know like not everyone can that that was maybe a, another career path I could have taken after I'd finished playing football so I think yeah. I think that was the kind of mindset at the time, albeit I was still young and yeah. And but I think it's important to, to say as well, like you were you were definitely good enough to play professional football in Scotland because you were involved in the Scottish youth teams as well. With me, I remember what was the trip? Was it was it Italy? We went or? to Italy. Italy. Yeah. So like it wasn't as if you weren't making making the grade, like but you still had, you know, the awareness that as you said there, not everyone makes a massive living playing football in Scotland so you know you keep an open mind and the fact that you not not that you're stopping football but that there's other opportunities maybe out in the states or even you you knew yourself I remember like you you could have got you, you went and did the scholarship and you could easily come back and play football again because you're only 21 22 you know what I mean yeah no yeah exactly there's there's that opportunity you think right you go over there for four years and then you know it might even open doors uh back here for you or potentially out there and you know like it's it's one of those things I, at the time I, I was when I spoke to the coach uh, he kind of gave me a, a kind of overview of all the facilities was and, he was he Scottish he was coach. Scottish yeah there's yeah. A, a lot but and there's a lot of Scottish people out there isn't there yeah but there's a big kind of uh, network of uh, Scottish coaches and Scottish players over there so anyone that goes over there are almost kind of taken in with this network so mm. it's a good place to be if you're Scottish a lot of opportunities can can come your way if, if you want want to um but yeah like the facilities out there are just you know, second to none and, and at, at that age you know not no disrespect to Hamilton but like they're, they're kind of smaller smaller club in relative terms the facilities aren't brilliant but, but you know great place for a, a young yeah. player to develop but so where so so you were si- 17 and you finally made the decision. So they watched clips back and forward. You had a few meetings with them. And you, you didn't attend any trial games or anything like that, because I know there are these trial games and stuff like that. What What's your kind of... Yeah, so I I, I was lucky. I, I, didn't, I didn't need... Because you were a player. That, that, that's, that's, <laughs> I was brilliant. But, but in, all, no, in all seriousness, I was lucky. I didn't, I didn't have to go to... The, there's different kind of agencies that, uh-huh. that help young players go out to the States and find the right college. Uh, I was lucky in the sense I didn't have to go through that. Um, it kind of all just came to me. However, like for any players that are looking to go out to the States that's and, and don't have that direct uh, contact to speak to coaches, I would say that's a good way of showcasing way. yourself. Um, but yeah, so to mind does just, that does that cost it costs money though, doesn't it, to do that? Normally, yeah. I think I think there's a kind of I, I don't know exactly how it works, but I think there's a kind of guarantee that they'll get you. Yeah. A scholarship of eighty percent, or, or something like that. If not, you 
when they're certain amount. Mm-hmm. So, so the, what you pay is dependent on what kind of deal they get you over there. Yeah, because uh, that, that that's an interest I remember when you were going as well. You, like you talked about the fact that it was fully paid for kind of thing, scholarship. Yeah, and it, it really depends on. Let's be honest; it depends how good a player you are, but it also depended on your school as well, didn't it? Like. Yeah, so so there's all different ways that they can get you funding. So so not everyone on the team is on a full scholarship. They they call it a full ride out would, there. Would you say the the majority are not on a full scholarship? No, mo- most aren't actually. Okay. So so generally there'll be <clears throat> one, two, three, maybe four players on a on a full scholarship. Uh, I think the way it works is that you're allowed nine total full scholarships. Mm-hmm. amongst your squad so imagine you have a squad of you know 25 30 players uh, and they do have them over there that that's kind of normal uh, you've got to divvy out that nine scholarships yeah. to that worth of tuition amongst those those 30 players so generally like coaches will save their full scholarships for just a couple of players for really special players that, that's it <laughs> definitely made a mistake with me but uh, but yeah that's the way it works so Potentially, some boys will be on a fifty percent scholarship right. or a sixty percent scholarship. And, and what what does that actually mean? Like when you're out there, what what does that mean? What's 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 paid for? What's not paid for? So the way it works is, it, it, so it, again, it varies college to college. But generally, if you're on a full scholarship, you'll have your full tuition paid for, which is expensive out there. So for the, your full degree, yeah, for your full degree, um, you'll have your accommodation paid for. So you you'll either you. Most of the time, you'll stay on campus, so mm-hmm. they'll, they'll have kind of the equivalent to uh, university halls on, on campus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you, they, they'll sort you out with that. And then on top of that, they'll, they'll pay for your food. Uh, so so generally, they'll have this kind of big canteen, and it'll uh, you know serve all different types of food and cater for all the university all students. <laughs> yeah, like a big buffet. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty good. So and that'll be covered as well. And in some circumstances, they'll potentially pay for your books and your books. different things like that. Like I got my books paid for, um, but that that's not always the case. So, but generally, that's what you'll get and, as part and, of the uh, full scholarship. And also all your training. Aye. Yeah. So yeah. So that gym that, access again. Yeah. So that that comes as part of it. Kit. Anyway. Yeah. Kit. So like normally, uh, yeah. So you all the facilities and you you'll be getting your training. Uh, you'll train five times a week. Like a, you'll be like a full time footballer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Essentially, you'll get access to the gyms on campus, which are normally depending on where you go, but normally they're kind of state of the state art. State of the art, yeah. And yes, and and in some cases, the, the the colleges you go to will have quite a uh, uh, lucrative uh, kit deal. So I think, for example, the second college I went to actually had a a deal with a uh, Nike. Mm-hmm. So like you get you get kitted out with all the best stuff. So right. it's almost like you're it's almost like you're getting treated like a top level prem, professional. Like a prem player. Exactly. It's, exactly. It's pretty it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be honest with you. And that was like I, I remember you talk, talking to me about all this even when you were there, I remember FaceTiming you and I was thinking like that sounds class. That sounds really, really good. I remember you gave me a tour of the because where, where was it you went to? You went to Atlanta Yep, so the, the first first, the first one was kind of like two hours outside Atlanta. So uh-huh. not not in it like not in Atlanta. It was a wee bit more remote. So seventeen year old Craig Quinn jumped on a flight himself all the way to Atlanta, Georgia. Yep. So yeah. How how did you feel before going? I, to be honest, I was just excited. Uh, I think at that age you just go into things with no fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just excited. any nerves. 
I'd, I'd have been nervous as hell. Honestly, not not really. I remember uh, when I went to go get the flight from Glasgow Airport, uh, I like, kind of breezed, breezed through the security, but the woman was saying to me just as I was checking in my bag, she was like, all right, are you another one going out to, to Atlanta? And I went, yeah, yeah. She said, oh, there's two boys just came through <laughs> uh, heading to Atlanta as well. I don't know if you know them. And I went, oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, they're going to the same college as me. And she goes, oh, well, I'm surprised you're not uh, you're not uh, burst out in tears. The two of them were... Oh, really? <laughs> the two of them were... were, were crying away. Crying their eyes really? Who pretty. was it? So it was two, two, just two Scottish boys. Do I know, do I know them? No. 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 You, well, you might know uh, Reese. Oh, Reese yeah, is one of them, right, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I was so basically they were going to the same college as me. They were on the same flight. We were uh-huh. sharing a hotel in Atlanta, and they just so happened to check in before me. And the two of them were, were uh, you know, as it's as, good, as, it's as good expected, though. It's yeah. good that you get that you know someone you get to meet someone there before you go out. Oh yeah, definitely. Helps, yeah, yeah, definitely we'd, eases. We'd been in contact and all, all right, that. They, one of them had been out there the year before, so the coach had put him uh-huh, in contact uh-huh. with me. And we'd uh, you know exchanged messages. Had a I think we'd had a few phone calls or something like that, and he'd give, give me the kind of like. Uh, run through of what it was like out there anyway so um that, so, that so was good so you Comfort. spent four years in atlanta georgia no no so i spent two years oh, in, two years two years at young harris that was oh, my, was, and was that where, where was that young harris was in georgia in georgia so that was just kind of two two hours outside atlanta uh-huh, uh-huh. so i spent my first two years there i then came home for a year and i went back out to tennessee so it outside a city called Chattanooga mm-hmm. in Tennessee so for people listening from Scotland that's probably uh, not a city they've heard of but it's quite a cool wee city in mm-hmm. Tennessee mm-hmm. which was good first college I went to was in the mountains in Georgia which was quite remote remote but like in terms of like scenery and, and that like completely beautiful loads of you know, lovely big hills weather was brilliant lakes. lovely big hills that's it <laughs> you like big hills not particularly, no. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't manage to clap. That wasn't really my thing back then. I didn't like climb up them, but it like you know, it was so out in the country. And t- talk me through a, a typical day in the life out there for you, like in ter- on like a, a football day, like a training day, school day. Like, what did you eat? What time you getting up at? Start to finish, and also you were were you sharing a room with someone? Did you have a yeah shared a room? It was like yeah. a dorm, wasn't it? Yeah, well, the first year it was kind of like a dorm. The second year, it was, it was more along. The, it was, was like an apart- apartment. apartment. Yeah. So talk talk us through a day in the life of Craig went out in um, right. So Georgia. Like, so in season, so the season typically lasts from August right through to kind of December time, mm-hmm. and during the season you play two games a week. So a typical day would be you, you get up in the morning and time. you time. Uh, There's not some really early starts. That that would typically be off season. off season. So off season we would go to the gym a lot more. Mm-hmm. But this is during the season, so the starts no not not so not so early. So you, you get up at imagine you've got a class at nine AM. So you're up at eight, getting ready for your class. You're on campus, so your class is only five minutes from, from your dorm. You'll get up, probably go to the, the cafeteria, the big mm-hmm, the big mm-hmm. buffet and get a bit of breakfast. Big fry up. That's it. I will pancakes and eggs and Was all it that. Quite kind of American? Stuff. No, no. They, they, to be honest, they had like continental breakfast. So you could or, eat well. You could eat yeah, well. you could really anything you wanted. So you'll get up, go have a bit of breakfast. What your classes generally? So, so say your classes go on from nine to three, and you'll have breaks in between. Like mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. might have a couple of classes in the morning, a cu- couple in the afternoon. 
you then probably train maybe half three, four in the afternoon. Right. So what they try to do, it's quite hot during uh-huh. in, in season, so they'll try and avoid the kind of extreme temperatures during the day. So you, you, you'll train about half three, four in the afternoon. Uh, so, so right in the midday heat then? <laughs> well, no, no, no is that, t- are you just passed? Probably just passed. Just it, passed. Kinda, by the end of the training, it's beginning to cool down a bit. Right. And that uh, like that's kind of the reason they do that, I think. Uh, and like everyone needs to go to their classes as well. So you'll you, you, uh, do your training then, probably train for a couple of hours. Um, and then generally as a team, you'll all go to the cafeteria for your dinner. Uh, so you would eat you would eat most evenings as a team almost? Yeah, well, yeah. Mostly. So, uh-huh. like, the cafeteria would, would be open, say, from 5 o'clock through to 8 o'clock. So, uh-huh. you generally, like, you'd go get a shower together after training and then you'd, you'd go up to the, the, the cafeteria and you'd all, you'd all eat together. And then at night, you would probably go to the library, do a bit of studying. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Who are you kidding? Uh, but, Who are you kidding? But, yeah, yeah, that, right. you, you would, you would tell, all... the, tell, the, tell the truth. Tell the truth. No, we'd... we'd the Craig Quinn ever go to the library... <laughs> I, but no, Never. I believe you did. I believe you did because nah, you, you, you were very studious in terms of. I remember at school your exams. You oh, was, you studied hard. You worked hard. <laughs> you nicknamed the was it the flashcards? That's it. <laughs> the flashcard. The flasher. So, so I'd be doing. I'd be in the library writing out my flashcards and, Aye, and flash getting in ready the library. for, for all That's my why tests. You went to the library. But no, like generally <laughs> at night we'd, we'd 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 do kind of social things. We'd and, and uh, they'd have a uh, kind of student building. Full of like different things, like there would be pool tables, dartboards, uh-huh. different things you could do to pass your time. So we'd we'd be we'd kind of be doing stuff as a team, and the, the boys would be from all over the world. So mm-hmm. was was there was there quite a bit of traveling for for games and yeah. So generally, you'd probably be traveling as well. Kind of flights work. or was it flights? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Mostly, but mostly by bus, but uh, occasionally by flight, depending on. Like I, I remember we had a game down in Miami and mm-hmm. we, we flew to that so we flew to Miami that was a that was a national tournament game so we were away for potentially we could have been away for you know two or three weeks because the t- whole tournament's hosted there uh-huh. I think we get beat after we get beat in the last 16 or something so we only played two games but we were down there for about eight or nine days yeah and this is like during your studies and all that so you would get time in the hotel to study but yeah flying down to games uh, and obviously at the time, you were 17, 18? Seven, at that point, yeah. Seven, 17, 18, yeah. So exactly, it's not, yeah. you're not 21. No. And 21 is the age where you're allowed to go out and drink. Yeah. But that didn't stop you. No. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you're not, I'm not, don't want to paint you, know, you in a bad yeah, there's light. Kind of, there's kind of ways around it. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. Because what, what would you, what was the average age of the boys in the team, would you say? Yeah, so that that was another thing I probably not mentioned that when I first went over, I I was actually quite surprised about the kind of age. So I, I would say most of the boys were between I would say between twenty one and twenty five. All right, okay. So I was I was the youngest by quite a bit. You were a little baby. So, but we were quite a mature team. Uh, and, a, a and mature. Yeah, like we, mature we you know we 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 older players than than other teams, but in my team, yeah, but probably between between twenty one and twenty five. So some of the guys at that point were, you know, they were they were in their prime. They were in their prime for eight, eight nine years out. older than me. Yeah, so they they were they were a lot, and you know, a lot of them went on to play professional and whatnot. But like, yeah, they were so a, a how, good how did you me. how did you feel you fitted in? Obviously, being really young, in terms of like 
socially, but also on the pitch, like physically as well. Like, did you did you integrate nicely, or would you say it was was there any challenges? Yeah, what I would say is at the time uh, I hadn't played a lot of men's football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played in the under twenties at Hamilton, which was a good test, but I hadn't played loads of minutes. So this was my kind of first real taste of men's football, um, and. Albeit we we were quite a successful team, so most of the te- the games we were winning. But yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a challenge for me adjusting to that kind of level of physicality, especially over there. It's quite an athletic game, mm-hmm. so um, for me, yeah, it took a took a bit of time to transition. Uh, I wouldn't say I completely hit the ground running, although in time, you know, you get get used to. You're, we're all adaptable, mm-hmm. so you kind of learn your way, but. But yeah, that's that, That's one thing I would say about the football over there. It's very, very athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe something that we're not used to as much here. But mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, they really concentrate on their yeah. A, yeah. athleticism over there. So in terms of, say, for example, there's young players listening who want to do scholarships, that sort of thing. In terms of what you get out there is you get, you get state-of-the-art facilities, right? Mm-hmm. You get lovely gym. Mm-hmm. So you get food. You get looked after in terms of your food, really good training. So you get all those aspects. You're also getting your education as well. Yep. Um, and again, it's really di- similar to the football. It's down to you how much work you put in as well for that, I would say. Oh, definitely, yeah. But then you also have the kind of like student life as well, nightlife, going out. How was that? Oh, it's brilliant. Well, one thing really is that you're you're away on your own for the first time, so that you've got that kind of freedom mm-hmm. that as a... Freedom. Yeah, exactly. That that's what what it is. It, it kind of seventeen years old. That is something you've never had. So being able to kind of go out and socialize, and you know, just hanging out. Like for me, it was just hanging around with boys that were a bit older than me, and, mm-hmm, and kind of mm-hmm. socializing with them that I, that I really enjoyed. So yeah, there's there's that aspect to it as well. There's a there's a there's a social life. Uh, you know, you get to meet people from all over the world. So for example, the team I played for when I first went out, we had can't even think of how many different nationals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, you know, British, German, French, Serbian, Costa Rican, uh, Scottish, Ita- Italian, Scottish. good few Scottish, Irish, English, uh-huh. English, a lot of English boys. So really, you're... Pretty cool. It's a pretty, pretty cool, cool mix, yeah. so mix of people. And then, obviously, you're in a campus full of Americans. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. All, they're all going to college and they're all, uh, again, away being independent for the yeah, first time. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a brilliant social life, and that that's something I would say as well for any anyone going out. That's that's part of it, you mm-hmm. know. Like don't 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 shy away from that no. because because that was part of your your that was part of your whole experience because you you kind of immersed yourself in it all. You got the taste and you got the full the full experience the full package, and I think you have to do that, don't you? Oh, Dave, you just have to. Yeah, exactly. So you, like you have to go out there with an open mind and really like you know not everyone's going to go out there and make it as a. MLS player or you know like maybe one down from that but USL but you just have to go in with an open mind like for some people what it is is they go out there and they they become a coach after they leave other people just go out there and stay and they get a job out there and you or know they, or they or they get a degree or they get or, or, or they go and play football so that, that's what I mean so that like, some go and play some get a job some come home and really it's just about keeping an open mind whatever's best for you and I, I feel like like one of the best things that I've taken from being over there is just having that network of people mm-hmm, all over the mm-hmm. world. Like there's boys that I, I keep in touch with from countries that I could have never imagined before I went yeah. out there. And we're, we still keep in touch. So so to this, because you're that close together, you're, 
they're living together, they almost become friends for life, which I think is mm. a pretty amazing thing. And your your standard of football in the team was pretty good as well, wasn't it? Really good. We 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 loads of boys from you know different academies in England. That we had a boy that had been the captain of West Ham's under twenty ones. Yeah. We had players from we had a player that played for Serbia, at, you know, under nineteen level. Um, we had a few boys from one from Leicester, one from Norwich, uh, and then various different. I think one of them actually played in the Costa Rican top division oh really the year before he'd came out mm-hmm. so we, we had some really really good players and you know we're, we're, we were a right good side and for me actually at that age it was sometimes difficult to even get in the team Aye. I played the majority of the games but you know you were fighting for your place yeah 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 you know what it wasn't easy you, so. weren't, you weren't you weren't guaranteed you obviously had no. to, to work away and no you had to work for well. it I, we, we had a right good team so it was That's good, uh, though. keeps you in your toes you know you don't, you'd, again you'd, like some people might love it going somewhere and being the main man uh but you know, just being in that environment, and we were kind of always pushing ourselves to mm-hmm. to win because it was it's competitive as well. Mm-hmm. So I, f- I feel like that it all almost installed. Not that I didn't already have it, but it installs that kind of competitive edge in you as yeah. well, which is yeah. which is another good thing. So after the two years, you came home. Yep. Why? Why did you? Why did you come home? So the the college I was at, the first college I was at, uh, to be honest, um, it was quite remote. And it, like I was mentioning to you just there about having that kind of freedom and independence when you first go away. So I felt like the first year I, I loved. But as time went on, I was kind of, being, being from Glasgow, it's you know, quite a big city. There's always things to do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people to see. Um, a lot of like a lot of players in the team I was playing with uh, were beginning to leave. And right. some of them were my good friends. And not only that, I just was getting a bit sick of being kind of, in an area where there wasn't a lot to do, like like there was a lot going on in campus, but outside yeah. of that, there wasn't too much. And I kind of started looking at other options to to change college. Uh, I probably started looking a bit too late, and most of the teams had used their budget right at that time. So the kind of scholarship I was looking for mm-hmm. wasn't available mm-hmm. by the time I started looking. So I thought, right, I think the best option for me is I'll come home for either six months or a year. And then I'll, I'll look for another college to go out to, and I'll, uh, you know, I'll I'll see what I can get, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and that's what I've done. And and I, to be honest, so is that is that is that common for players for players that are started a scholarship to do that? What I would say is uncommon is coming home for a year. <laughs> All right, but, but it's quite common for boys to transfer college. Yeah, and that's one thing I would say as well. If if you do feel that the place you're at is getting something that you're not you're not enjoying anymore, you know, look elsewhere because mm-hmm, it's easy mm-hmm. to do. You can transfer other colleges. If you're clever about it, if you, you know, if you look in the right places uh, and you weigh up your options, make sure you're going to the right place. But yeah, I would say, major- like, not the majority, but I-, I would say a good amount of the boys that I know from out there is all transferred college, yeah. at least at one point. So, so yeah, like, you know, you can transfer. If, if the place you end up in isn't for you, then mm-hmm, absolutely, mm-hmm. there's other opportunities. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the thing. I, I, would, I would always say, like, if any any player really wants to do it, but is also really nervous at the same time, you know, you can't, you can, you can just go. Yep. And then the worst thing that can happen is you come home after six months to a year because it's not for you, but at least you've gone out and you've experienced it and you've tried it. I mean, we had one mate who went out and did one year. Yep. yep. But we won't go into detail about why he came home. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. Not that bad. No. Um, we won't. We won't. We won't uh, mention him. We did ask him to come on though. 
Yeah, yeah he's, he's, uh, he's busy. Busy he's tonight, busy. I think. That's what, that's what he busy. said. He's too, he's too you shy. You might see him on one week. He can tell his stories. Yeah, we'll get him on another week <laughs> to tell his stories. And then maybe you can tell some of your stories. Absolutely. Well. Absolutely. Some of your real stories. I'm only joking. So, yeah, that's what I would say. If if you are nervous about going out, like the worst thing that can happen is you come home after six months of a year because it's not been for you. But then at least you know. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Throw yourself in it. If you think that that's something you want to try... The, the biggest regret, regret you'll have is not trying it. So so the, the, the worst you can do is go somewhere, you know, for one semester, not enjoy it. You just come home and, yeah. and you, you come to, so, go back to uni here. So you came back for a year and then you went back out for a final two years? For my final two years, yes. I went out. Yep. So, yeah, I came back in the kind of May time and went out the following August. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I transferred to a college uh, called Lee University, which is just outside... Chattanooga, Tennessee. What a name that is, Chattanooga. Brilliant name, brilliant <laughs> place as well. But uh, yes, I, I thought this was a better fit for me. It was, again, it was it was a, a, a good team I was going to, great facilities. Was it was it more, was it less remote? Less remote, yeah. Like probably 20 minutes outside Chattanooga, which is quite a big city. Right. Chattanooga's probably about the same size as, maybe not far off the size of Edinburgh. Right, okay. So quite a big city. Um, and... Yeah, I, I liked it. I'd actually played against them from a previous college and I'd mm-hmm. been up there and I, it was a really, really nice university. It was a bigger university as well. Good facilities. They'd just got a new coach and I, I spoke to the coach and I really liked him, liked his kind of philosophy and mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. he spoke and all that. So I thought, great opportunity. They gave me another really good good offer. So In terms yep. of it being a fully yep, another, funded scholarship? Another fully funded scholarship, which was something I was looking for. Good. Uh, so, yeah, so that, that was my decision and uh, I went out there for my final two years and again, to be honest, really good experience. Different experience to, my, to the first time. Mm-hmm. It was more American, a lot more American boys. I remember you saying that there was a lot more American boys there. Yeah, so different different culture, which probably, again, took me a, a little bit to adapt to. They're all very religious as well. Yeah. Had you praying before games. That's it. <laughs> uh, just as well, because I'm hopeless, so I <laughs> needed to pray before the games, but... Uh, Yes, it was a different experience. Probably they had a different outlook on what, 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 things what, what, what did you prefer? You know what? That's, that's, hard. that's a hard question. I probably, my, probably the best time I had was my first year out there yeah. at, at Young Harris because I was uh, you know, with a lot of kind of like-minded characters and we, yeah. we had a really good time. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it because mm-hmm. I think that my final two years were a kind of growing up process for Aye. me. So I think that, that they, they were really important as well. Because so, what were you then, 1920 or 2021? Uh, yeah, 20, I think I just turned 20. Just turned 20. Yeah, so I was a, I was a bit more mature, uh, knew, knew what it was like out there, uh-huh. kind of ready to go in and, and kind of hit the ground running. So so my, my last two years were a completely different experience to first mm-hmm. going out. But again, different experience, but... I got to meet people from different backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, so, well. what one thing we've not mentioned is um, your actual like degree. Like, what what were you doing? So I was studying business. So you're studying business. Yeah. So yeah. So so, but the way that it works with the degree over there is that you um, you do it as a kind of liberal arts degree. So you do kind of all different types of subjects. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I, I think I remember telling you some of the. You're doing beekeeping at one stage. 
You keep doing, I think, <laughs> and yoga. You did doing a yoga session yeah, as well. Yeah, I was doing yoga at one point, which was uh, which was interesting. So th- does it start quite open, and then does it start to kind of narrow more towards? Yeah. So th- the way it works is basically you get a certain amount of credits, uh, and uh, so so many are go towards your kind of core subjects. Yeah. And then you get your electives as well, and then you also get electives being the ones that you choose. Yeah, do. yeah. But so it's, but you still get to choose your core as well, but like okay. they're a bit more rigid with uh-huh, how you choose uh-huh. them. And then your electives are very open in what you can do, and they're broken into different areas. So, for example, the yoga class was that you had to take so many health and well-being classes, mm-hmm. which I thought was quite good because it got you trying new things. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the beekeeping was part of, I think, biology uh, and science kind of stuff. So you could either take beekeeping or astronomy. For example, and and how did you? I took beekeeping. <laughs> Easy option, definitely a lot easier. What? How would you? How did you do in terms of like? Were you were you performing well when it came to the the degree? Yeah. So 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 my first couple of years, and I'm not going to lie, were a bit of a, a struggle for me academically. I wasn't too invested in it. I was more concerned about football. Oh. Um, and the nights out. And the nights out, exactly. <laughs> which is which is the same for any any student probably. At yeah, any, well, well any you know, it just depends how, how you how you approach it. But being a bit immature at that point, I kind of pushed it all to the side. Wasn't used to doing my homework all the time. Mm-hmm. The way we have we do our, our, our hires out here, it kind of comes down to a final exam. So my mindset was, oh, Aye. I'll just leave it to the last exam. And then you can, which I would strongly advise, strongly advise against. <laughs> you have to do all your homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out that, there. That's not, um, that's not anything to go by. But don't, that, li- don't listen to that piece of advice. But that being said, I kind of put it to the side. But I kind of turned things around. Uh, I, I realized quite, quite quickly how important it was that, that effectively, if you don't, if you don't perform academically, you won't be there to play the football matches, which right, okay, which you go out to do. So. What so? Do you mean what? What do you mean by that? What so would the coach not allow you to attend games if you weren't? Not necessarily the coach. The the rules are so the NCAA, the governing body, don't allow you to play unless you've got a, a all right a minimum GPA. Okay, so, so that's interesting. That's your grade point average. So uh-huh. you need to maintain a certain academic level to actually play. Uh-huh. So academics are just as important as as your athletics yeah. as well. So you, remember when you go out there, they call you a student athlete. Uh-huh. So, again, they're putting the, the word student first. Yeah. So, you know, like, it's it's just as important to be a good student yeah. as it is to be an athlete. And I think the quicker you realise that, the, the, the better you'll do. I, th- I think it's a it's a good model, though, because am I right in saying that any... If you're if you an American kid wanting to play professional football in, in the MLS or the... Is it USL, the one below? Yep. yep. You would have to... Go, you would have to do a scholarship. Like you, you wouldn't just go into an academy there when you're 16, 17, would you? Typically not. Uh, it's kind of changing now a little bit. And but, yeah. Be, but, but yeah, certainly when so, I went, so it's went s- out, s- similar to like like the NFL, like s- similar model. Yeah. So there's a college draft. They call it a draft uh-huh. at the end of well, actually at the end of every year. Um, for for the players. For the players, yeah. So so typically the MLS teams will snap up. The, so the soccer players, college, the best soccer players, Aye. yeah. Yeah, so there's a soccer draft and it's an MLS draft, so they'll they'll select about hundred players or uh-huh, something like uh-huh. that, and the top ones will, will, will actually go play in the MLS that and that do, year. Do the USL do the same? Do they have the USL don't have a draft? No. But normally, what happens is the the ones that don't get picked will, will go, we'll go USL. USL. And yeah. t- typically for internationals, they they don't really even go in the draft because 
each MLS team is only allowed so many international yeah. spots, so they, they don't tend to waste them on on less experienced yeah. players. So most of the, the good the good internationals will go to the USL. Uh-huh. And if they're really good, they'll maybe play there for a couple of years and, and then they'll move on to the MLS. Or, you know, they find their feet in the USL. It's, there's some brilliant teams in that league that so have she, great, great attendances. Aye. So, yeah, it depends. I mean, what, did, did they, um, Kaka not play in USL? No, no, no Kaka didn't. Uh, there's been... Who, there was a, a couple of big Drogba names. played at big, one point. Big names played in the USL, so it's still a very... Joe Cole played in the USL. Cole. There's been various... So see, see, see what you're saying about, about the draft. Is that only at the end of your degree? So, or, could, or could there be spot you after year one, but you still have to finish your? You could go after year one. I think a good example of that is Jack. Is it Jack Harrison that plays oh, with, yeah. with Leeds now? Uh-huh. He, he went after his first year to the draft. All right. Um, and that, that's a kind of exceptional case, obviously. But so he, so he left his college and went. Yeah, he to played New one, York City, didn't one, he? One year college, and then he went straight to New York City. Yeah, but. Uh, generally, you would go after your, your four years because what happens if you declare yourself for your dr- the draft, you then become ineligible to play college. Right, okay. So, so yeah. you know, if you don't get drafted, it's a bit of a your, catch. Your college yeah. is, your college. It's a bit of a risk, isn't it? Almost. A bit of a risk, yeah. So so generally, and, and as well, to be honest, like it, it's generally, you're, you're normally about 22, 23 by the time you finish playing college in, in America. That, that's the kind of mindset at that age. You might be ready yeah. to make the step up. But it's it's the same like if you look if you look here like especially Premier League like that's the age players break into the team probably yep. consistently that twenty two twenty three age and it's it's going up as well I think statistically yeah. it's, it's players are getting older uh, if if you ask me if I necessarily agree with that I'm not sure I think sometimes exposing young players to keep close to the mic yep sorry <laughs> if you expose young okay. players to the kind of that level quicker you know, they might adapt, but for many players that, that works yeah. and they need that yeah. bit of time to develop, you know? Yeah, but the, the one thing I like about the, the American model, you know, doing making the players do the scholarship and education is because I mean, they, they don't, they, you don't have that here at all. There's no emphasis on young players doing any type. I mean, there's a, there is a little bit, there's a little bit of emphasis put on it from clubs, but not to the same extent. They don't have the same model as that American model. And I think, I think it is, I would say it's, it's a better model because, there's there's such a high dropout dropout rate. I think yeah, I think for a lot of cases it's a better model because as we said before, not everyone's going to go on and make what fortunes out of the game. Uh, you know, however, there is circumstances where players players do, but I think having that option to exactly because here the, you're just putting your eggs and all on one basket. Exactly, I think having that option to get the the, the degree or or any qualification you need to mm-hmm. do to have a backup plan is is is, is pretty important. Aye, massively, massively. Um, and I think interesting point is that you always kind of worked away though in school. But but one thing I would say for that, there'll probably there'll be some young some young players listening as well to this, is that I would say the group. So in terms of because we we know, we've known each other since first year in school, but the group that we had around us in terms of like a friendship group um, of other lads, everyone was very like studious competitive but probably like quietly competitive everyone wanted to beat each other whether it, this is well this is my perspective maybe i've got it all wrong no no i'm like i felt as though we were in a, a very good positive group everyone wanted to do well in whatever sport they were doing everyone wanted to do well in school and that was our environment you know you saw these guys every single day and that generally pushed us pushed each other didn't we oh definitely like so so 
I think that, that that's a really good point because I, I remember when I was in school as well, I, I never loved school. I never really loved anything academic. I always just wanted to be a footballer. Uh -huh. But I remember a group of friends from a young age, we, we almost be, became competitive Aye. with each other. And I, I began studying outrageously for things that I didn't really <laughs> yeah. give a monkey's about, yeah. like, like physics or something but like you that. No, no, but you didn't want to be left behind. You did exactly. not want to be left behind. You wanted to stay up. And also I wanted to, you know, we're all trying out, out exactly. each other. So I think like I think as well having the right environment oh, around you is, is, massive. is really important for, massive, for doing well in school and even doing well in football as yeah. well. You know, you need to you need to be with other be around other people yeah. that are going to drive you. Especially young young guys in particular. I, I, I listen. I can't remember who it was, that, but it was a quote that really resonated with me. It was this guy said, "Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future." Right? It's a it's a great quote, and I, and it brought me back to thinking about our 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 environment, our group of friends. And you say, "Show me your friends." Right? Our friends, but they were hardworking. They were you know diligent in everything they did. Worked away, very studious, very independent, competitive. And that that just that just kind of morphs into into your future. So I would say as a young player right now, who look look around who you're surrounding yourself with, and not just in school, but in football as well. Like I, I know and you'll know as well, there's guys that are just energy drainers. There's guys who, if you're working a little bit harder at training, you know, whether it be in the team training session or maybe you want to hang back at the end, or maybe you are doing stuff in the gym, maybe you're really looking after your nutrition, there'll be guys there just try to suck that out of you try to drag you down to their level and sometimes you, you can't you can't really select who's around you because as a team you can't you can't put a team but i think if if young boys young players young guys are making an effort to surround themselves with people who you know have a kind of drive want to do well for themselves it can it can just it naturally just brings brings your level up across the field doesn't it Oh, I couldn't, couldn't agree with you anymore. And that, that's probably a, a point I, I should have made when I, I mentioned how I, I moved college to to the, the second college I went to where it's more Americans. Uh -huh. And probably something I've took from them is that I feel like sometimes, in, in no disrespect to the west of Scotland, there's sometimes this kind of culture of, uh, you know, not actually trying to be the best version of yourself I, you can I, be. But it's, it's almost like it's 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 a be, bad thing to do well. Or just be satisfied with what there is. But uh -huh. the, feel like there was this culture of everyone driving each other on and, and trying to constantly well, at, at this at this university at the at second the college you went to yeah i felt like that's the american culture they've got yeah. a bit of get up and go about them and, and very, very positive people as well aren't they definitely sometimes a bit too positive <laughs> too, too much but but you can take little things from it i think that was something i've learned from there that that, that just that desire to always kind of keep on keeping each other's backs and yeah. you know constantly just progress and <clears throat> yeah. develop you know that's it. That's it, mate. It's massive. And I'll, I'll go back to when we. I remember when we when we were at school, Bearsden Academy was our school, and we began doing morning training, didn't we? Oh yeah. At the I school, so that. so basically, <laughs> I'd gone to St Ninian's um, when I was at Celtic. This is the school that they they were using for, you know, bringing players from the academy in, training them in the morning. You'd have your breakfast, you'd be in school, then straight up to Lennox Town because it was close to Lennox Town as well, the training ground. And I, I stayed for third year, left, came back to Bears End Academy in fourth year, partly because I wasn't doing well academically. My, my education was, was, was dropping down, I think, naturally, because one, you're surrounded with the boys in your team, bit of a carry-on, and I, and I was young, uh, like, what age, 13, 14, so you're just doing what everyone else is doing. But basically, moved back to Bearsden Academy, and the worry was from the club that I wasn't going to get the same amount of training. So we had a very good PE teacher, 
Yep. Shout out. Mr. Douglas. Scott Douglas. Scott Douglas, yeah. Um, and he offered to put on extra training sessions for us before school, didn't he? He did, yeah. And we were really lucky, actually. Uh, used to, I think he used to come in the time we would meet at, maybe like half six in the morning or something like that. Was it half six? I think. I think so. And he would always be in before Aye, us. He, he claimed he never slept. He claimed he never. <laughs> and I, I, you know what? I, I believe him. But, uh, <laughs> if we were in at half six, he'd been in at four. Yep, he was in since it. four, washing the kit from last night's game and or we, something like that. He'd have us in in the morning, you know, half six in the morning, we'd be running upstairs yeah. and, and everyone would be arriving at school and we'd still be like sweating, <laughs> running upstairs, laughing at us. But, you know, it was just little things like that. It, but again, though, that's because, like, me and you were driving that from each other. Exactly, yeah. Like, you'd be there first thing. You didn't want to be a minute late because it was almost like the other person had one up on yep. you. And your brother joined as well, didn't he? Because your Did brother he, was playing at Celtic. Yep, Aiden joined. And then actually, as a result, other exactly. people wanted that, involved, that's you know? That's it. Because when boys start see they they want to be, they, you know, when you see a good positive environment like that, it's it's attractive to be to be involved in. And they ended up uh, maybe about four or five. Was there Five, five of us, maybe. Yeah, about five of us in there. At some and, point. And, which is a good turnout, considering, like, you're, you're what, 15, 16, and, and it's doing six it, in the morning. Were we doing it twice a week? Twice a week, Twice yeah. a week. Tuesdays and Thursdays, I think Tuesdays it was. Tuesdays and yeah. Thursdays, yeah. And so, it was just extra fitness, extra, some. we did some strength work. I even remember, I remember one day, I was, it was the Victory Shield, do you remember this? I remember that. So the Victory I, Shield for Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd played centre-back. Like every every single game, and I'd been told I was playing right back, and I'd never played right back before. It was the first time I'd ever played right back, and I was like, "Shit, like, I need working this." So, Mister Douglas, he's like, "Boys, we're going out onto the pitch," and it was like a winter. It, it was freezing. The pitch was frozen solid. If I'm honest, <laughs> and I was just standing out wide. He was pinging balls out to me, and you and Aiden were in the box, like trying to get at the end of one of my terrible crosses. Nah, probably it was too bad. Like the, the balls kept going over the fence. But... <laughs> But yeah, that, that, that's that's. But I fair, fair, fair play to him for for doing that for us. But again, it's it's just sh- it's just shown that I think at the young age as well, you know, boys can find it. You can be put off. A lot of boys find things embarrassing. You know, it's it's emba- What you touched on earlier about the West Scotland thing, it's maybe a bit embarrassing to show that you're going over and above than than what's actually required to make yourself better. Um, but I think it's an important point that you know. Whether you're playing football in Scotland, you know, trying to make it in an academy or a first team, or whether you're going out to the states, it's I've said it before. It's just high standards, because that's the only Absolutely. that's the only thing that will get you anywhere is having high standards and, and working away. I think exactly as you said. I think like if you, you know if you want to do anything, and it, it it really doesn't matter what it is, you just have to put your all into it. You have to give the best that you can give. In anything you do, and I think if you, if you at least if you do that, you know you're putting yourself in a good position. You're you're, 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 you're gonna get you're gonna get rewarded for it. Exactly. If you're consistent with exactly. that, you're, you're get you'll always for it. you'll always improve, and, and it might not be the improvement that you dream of, but it will definitely get you somewhere. And you can take bits of that and, and transfer it into other bits of life. So definitely. So you, you know, you're, and then at least you know you can look back and, and say to yourself, "Well, I did every, I did everything." Exactly. You know I mean? No regrets. So you, you can't exactly you can't be you can't be annoyed at yourself. Exactly, and I, I think that that's that, that's exactly what it is. You've hit the nail on the head. You, you just have to have an open mind and put yourself out there, mm-hmm. and you know, not be afraid to to try new things. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back to the states a little bit, and I want to yep. I want to ask you a question about you know, obviously at young age, boys can get homesick, but I want to touch on maybe times where you maybe felt a bit low, you missed home. Like, how did you cope with that? Was there any times where you were like? Like, I hate this. I'm, I need to leave. I need to come back. 
yeah, some sometimes I think generally it, it would normally happen when I was kind of you you guys at home had a lot of kind of plans that I was missing out on. For example, I remember you had your prom. Oh yeah, you had different kind of events you, you, you should experience when you're growing up. And I was out there, and I, like you know, I I wasn't going to be a part of these these kind of significant events. And, and I think they were the kind of main times. And, and generally as well, the other times that you, you think you want to come home are when you've been out for quite a while and you're just yeah. really looking forward to seeing everyone. So I remember normally by the time the, the Christmas break came, you were you were pretty excited to go home. Ah, and yeah, just yeah. See and you, did, you came home at Christmas, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I would always come home at Christmas. You mm-hmm. come home for a month. So that like that, that was brilliant because you, yeah. you got to see your, your family and got to see all your pals. I suppose, so. I suppose if, you're, if you are having a hard time, you know, that keeps you going in terms of like, you know you're going to be back. And... Aye, that's it. It's, it's about having that at the back of your mind. So like enjoying like being out there but eventually you know you, you do want to come home and when you do come home yeah uh, you know you you really enjoy it but i would say by the time you're you've actually the months up at home you're also ready to go back that. as well i'm sick of these guys uh, i hate uh, my pals i hate my family not just that back. it's normally a big month when you come back so yeah true 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 you've got a, a bit of a hangover so you're, you're ready to come up go back to the states mm-hmm. so i would say you were you were in the states probably through the years where you you grow massively as an individual you know he's turning from a boy to a man do you think the states changed Craig Quinn oh definitely or sh- yeah. they definitely shaped you didn't they definitely I think I think as I mentioned like just being able to have that experience living by yourself yeah. being independent mm-hmm. meeting people from different backgrounds different cultures um you know new experience I think it, it completely shapes you it changes your perspective on everything you actually get to see you know there's there's a big world out there Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, yeah, it g- gives you perspective. That's an interesting point. Actually, it gives you perspective, doesn't it? Because you can get quite caught up in in your little bubble where you live exactly. at home, where you grow up. So that's a good point. It almost makes you put into perspective as well, like you know how small a place Scotland actually is. Yeah. When you go over yeah. to America and you're on mm. these nine-hour bus journeys, and yeah. that's only going from one state to the other. You know, yeah. it puts into perspective everything really. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I'm soon going to come on to your quick fire questions. Oh, brilliant. Looking forward to them. Um, shall I move on to them? I think I might. No prior warning of these. Um, uh, no, you, you've not You've not been... No, I, I, I gave you a little... Ready to be tested. A, a little rundown. So, oh, talk about actually, before before we go on to that, you you came home from the States after four years. and We actually almost forgot to finish your journey there. So you came home after four years. Yep. And what did you do? So when I came home, what I'd done was, well, prior to coming home, I'd applied to do my master's. Mm-hmm. So I applied to do my master's in international business at Glasgow Caledonian, mm-hmm. and I got accepted. So so when I came home, I spent, you know, kind of the best part of 18 months doing so, that. So you came home in the summer? Yeah. And then did you start that in the September so or I, something? Yeah, so I came home. I, I actually played in the summer Oh, so after, you did. After finished. You went. You went to Erie, didn't you? Yeah, I went back to Erie for the summer. So, so t- tell tell the listeners what what Erie is and what 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 it what it was. So Erie was a Erie is a, a place in the Great Lakes, uh, in America, kind of industrial type town. Uh, probably, I'm trying to think, maybe about the size. Two hundred thousand people. You like comparing. You like comparing the size of places. Don't I'm, you? I'm just trying to like. I know, give it, give it, it context. Into, yeah, but a context. So, for so it. it was a summer. Was it a summer league? Yeah. So, so there's what you generally do when you're out there um, is the, the the kind of fourth division out in America runs uh, through the summer, mm-hmm. 
Uh, so what that means is that the college players, once they're done for the summer months, can go to these teams and play for them. Uh-huh. So what I would do generally is go out and play for one of these teams. And it was quite a good way of making a bit of money. While we, you weren't in college, you could, you know, you would coach uh, and you would get to play football as well. So I, I used to go to a place called Erie and play for a team called Erie Commodores. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very American kind of name. But yeah, I would play there and I loved and you, it. Did you go there two summers? Went there for two, two summers. summers. Uh, loved it. Brilliant. Got to, again. And how long, how long did that last? And that it would last from May until August. So May until August. So quite, quite a while. And loved it, you know, just, just playing lots of football. And you got paid pretty well as well, didn't you, for the I coaching? Good good money for coaching. Good good earner. Uh, and then, yeah, plenty of social events. Um Nights out. That's Nights that, out. By that, point, I, by that point, I was 21. So Social events. You, sound, you make it sound very formal. and uh, No, it wasn't very formal. Very proper. But yeah, so, so <laughs> Erie, Erie's right on the lakes. And the Great uh-huh. Lake is almost like, you can imagine, Lake Erie is probably, it's, it's like an ocean. Like, uh-huh, it doesn't uh-huh. look like a lake. You uh-huh. can't see the other side uh-huh. when you when you get there. So so yeah, there's loads of bars and nightclubs out in the lake. So you know, generally coaching during the day. We'd, get closer to that mic, boy. We'd, uh, we'd train it. <laughs> We train at night and uh, you know play games probably two or three times a week, uh-huh, but uh-huh, plenty uh-huh. nights out and all that uh-huh. in between. Brilliant experience, loved it. Aye, aye. So that, that's another interesting one as well for players that, that maybe go out to the states is to consider that. I would say that's one of the the best things. You I was, could that do. was one of the best things. Oh, you did, brilliant, yeah. loved it. Uh-huh. Probably they were they, they, the summers I spent there were probably actually my best times in the all states. Right, okay, it's loved, interesting. Loved them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we t- can we touch on spring break? Spring break, yeah. Uh, spring can, break can, that was back can, was, that, was that year year one that you really enjoy spring break so wait. are you allowed to tell the story of spring break uh, or is I'll, that... I'll leave that one but alright oh, okay so maybe, maybe for trouble. another one okay but, okay. Uh, but um, yeah spring break so where, where was spring break so we went to Panama City Panama City you're right in Florida big mm-hmm. big kind of beach resort loads of uh, nice. parties on the beach and, nice. and all that Spring stuff break, to- total like, American pool, yeah pool parties pool parties Ooh. the most American thing you can think of yeah. pretty much at that time it was just as I remember watching you going I wish I was there ah, oh, amazing it looked I loved unreal it. It, and it was just as that, at that time I think Kevin Bridges had done the kind of Chad Hogan Chad Hogan <laughs> joke a few years before that so there was all that kind of banter going on and, and whatnot. so it was but yeah, if anyone's going out, there's there's definitely time to do things yeah. like that and have those experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that's the thing, mate. Like, you, you obviously go out for the scholarship and the football and the education, but you do get opportunities like playing summer football, which is really good. You can earn some money. Um, and also there's, like, trips away, like the spring break as well, which is which is pretty cool. So you have you came home, started your master's. How long did that last? So, yep, just about 18 months. 18 so months. Yeah, so... so yeah, the best part of eighteen months. I think I finished it last November, so it was uh, it was quite an intense course. Yeah. Kind of like a I'm lot. Ju- I'm just laughing that you're, you're not telling the spring break story, but so it was an eighteen months. <laughs> it was eighteen. <laughs> it was eighteen months. Yeah, hey, got, got to keep this PC. Aye, aye. Your mum and dad don't know, do they? Oh, no, nah, they, oh, they, they do. Oh, no chance. No chance. Um, but okay, yeah, so I, sorry, months. I'm sorry. We're gonna yeah, back on. to the masters. You know, that, the masters, that's a very yeah, credible thing to okay, do. It. Keep it going. Right, continue. Masters. But yeah, done my masters, which I think was really good. Uh, got the chance to experience university here as well. Completely different again from my experience yeah. in America. So took a lot from that. And eighteen months. And that was your job done. That was it. The masters. Yep. And what happened in terms of football? What were you doing for football? So you came back and 
Yeah, so uh, when I came back, I signed for a Lowland League club called Caledonian Braves. Mm-hmm. Um, Lowland League, fifth year of Scottish football. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yes, yeah, so I played for them while, while studying. Mm-hmm. And played for them right up until kind of COVID hit mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all the football mm-hmm. got shut down. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And then after that, uh, at the end of that season, I signed for Peters Hill. Um, but last season, didn't really play because the football was yeah. kind of off out of bounds for a year. So first season with Peter Hill was was beginning this year. So started to see. So you're with Peter Hill now at the moment. Yeah. What, what league are they in? So they play in the West of Scotland league. So that is I believe or not a couple of divisions below, below. Cali Braves. But we're we're doing really well. I think we're on a, a, a kind of 14 game uh, winning streak at the moment. So wow. so really well. You, can, you scored a couple. Scored a couple goals. Yeah. And up there, I think we've scored five this uh-huh, season, uh-huh, so uh-huh. getting get a good few numbers in. Not the top scorer. So but you're, you're playing for Peters Hill and you now have a, jo- a job as well, don't you? For, yep. uh, off the back of your degree? Yep, so I'm working for a technology company called Cisco and I'm, I'm in the graduate programme there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So really enjoying that as well. So, I, you know, it's I'm, I'm getting to that stage in my life where, you know, you're, you're kind of beginning to, to really grow up. You've got a job. Uh, you're, a, you're a man now, you've that's, got a job. That's it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Cisco are a brilliant, brilliant company to work for. Shout and out Cisco. That's it. Shout out to Cisco. Um, um, so see, see, looking back, did you see when you were 17 going out to the states? Did you? You might not have even thought about, it, but did you envision where you are right now? Did you envision yourself having a having a master, having a degree, working in a big tech company, playing for Peter's Hill, or did you envision a different path, like maybe more football based or? I oh, definitely would have envisioned more of a football uh-huh. path at that point. Um, you know, that was my end goal, really, at that point. But like, you begin to realise over time that not everyone can make it at the top level. And I, I feel like, you know, albeit I've, you know, might not, not necessarily have took the right path at all times, but I've kind of got to somewhere that I'm I'm really, really happy with. And I'm, I feel like I'm on a good path to pass for the future just in terms of where I am as a person, but also, mm-hmm. you know, whether that be in your career or playing football as well. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, very, very happy at the moment. And, you know, so what, what do you have, um, what, what, I'm going to ask you what your aspirations are professionally in terms of your job, but also um, in terms of your football. Any, any further aspirations here, five, ten years time, like, do you want to be playing? So, yeah, like football-wise, it, it is what it is at the moment, but I, I, again, I'm still open to playing at the highest level I can. What 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 do you see yourself? What where do you see yourself playing? You know what? I, at the moment, Sam, I, I've not really got a clue. Yeah, but, but, but I, I do believe I can play at a, you know slightly higher level than, yeah, than I, I am agree. at the moment. I would agree. And I, think, I just wondered if you. I just wondered if you had any, you know, aspirations. Oh, to, de- definitely. Really. If if opportunities come along that yeah, I can yeah, play yeah. at a higher level at football, I'll, I'll absolutely, absolutely do it. Absolutely, and you can do that, can't you, with with work as well? Definitely, yeah. So like you know, you know, you I, I work, I work nine to five. That's my kind of hours. Um, and my football we train at night so so there's no stop me playing at the highest level of kind of part-time football mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that that I possibly be and I'll, I'll continue to keep myself in good shape yep. and, and you know play competitively as well so you never know you never know you, d- you don't know what's around the corner so yeah, exactly. I'll be there if the opportunity comes about mm-hmm. and what about professionally yeah so uh, aspirations yes yeah, so I've just run s- Cisco <laughs> <laughs> that'd be brilliant <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, again with that, I've I've kind of just started my career, so I'm yeah. at the moment I'm learning my trade. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm working my way to working my way up essentially. So yeah, my my, my aspirations there are just to be as successful as I, I possibly can be, and to be in a position where I'm you know you know enjoying life really. Yeah, are you enjoying life now? Absolutely. Yeah. Are you happy? I'm happy. Good man. That's it. Good man. Well, Craig. That was good fun. We're gonna go. We're gonna hit these quick fire questions. Oh no! Oh no! Not been looking forward to these. Um, is there any anyone you want to shout out? No. Nope. Misses? No. Nah. No. Nah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and listen, before we do the quick fire questions, not, not unless this is going uh, on on Sky Sports or no, 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 none of that, nah. none of that this oh, time. Well, just you, uh, just uh, YouTube and a podcast. Just all, a, all just the, the millions on TikTok you've got these days. Maybe it might make its way. I tell you what would make its way on a, on a TikTok and get millions of viewers. Spring break story. You're, exactly that's it that, that might be don't tease that them. might be the sequel then don't tease if you, them. if you get me back so I, th- I think next time we're gonna have the unnamed man who only lasted a year out in the states right okay and if, yourself if you, can, if you can ever get him on and yourself on that's and we it. can have a we can have a chat about um does this mean we have to wear our spring break costumes on on the podcast or is that if is that... If, if if you want you can do that i've never been in spring break so i don't have one all right well so we're going to shake if you're listening to this you won't be able to see it but if you're watching this you'll be able to see it we're going to shake on a return to the podcast and spring break story promise i'm agreeing to too much here but yeah there we go there we go a nice firm handshake that's a business that's a business that's a cisco handshake that's one that they've been teaching teaching (laughs) to practice okay are you ready for the quick fire there we go 10 questions number one what are your favorite football boots to wear Uh, predators Predators. The ones with the tongue. They don't make them anymore, though. No. They don't. They were no. nice boots, weren't Gut, they? Gutted, mate. They were really the nice. The ones that went round with the you tongue. Get, you get any still in the in the locker or any old pairs kicking no. about? I, nah. I know you can get them off some of these websites, Aye. but they're, they're a fortune there. Number two. Who is your favourite football player? Henry Larson. Henry Larson. Or past or present? Or present. We'll, go, we'll go one past and one present. Uh, Messi, present. Larson, past. Okay. So we obviously know what team you support. Number three, what football player did you look up to most growing up? Henry Larson. Henry Larson. Okay. What is the worst pitch or stadium you've you've ever played at? That's a tough one. It's St. Rocks. St. Rocks. Yep. Bad pitch. Brilliant supporters. Brilliant supporters. We'll give them that. But but pitches, uh, it's like a bomb site. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Nizzy interestingly said that he he, he didn't want to talk badly about any any clubs pitches he just went for the, the old blade the old ash pitches you used to get oh right yeah yeah they're they're probably one worse but, but I, I like that answer well, it, maybe Cur- not they're flat this pitch is, is like an true. ankle breaker <laughs> true what's the best what's the best pitch or stadium you've ever played at celtic park celtic park yep where who did you play on celtic park for uh played for hamilton oh you played for hamilton yeah was that a reserve game was that a reserve game yeah nice because yeah. they, they did used to use the first team pitches for reserve games, didn't they? It was like a cup game or something like that. Was it a cup game? I was only like 15 or 16 uh-huh. at the time. Oh, brilliant experience. That aye, was, aye, aye. That was a, a big you know, dream of mine. Oh, yeah. there. Only, pl- only played 15 minutes, but yeah, brilliant. Doesn't matter, you're still, still there. there you uh, that was my favourite stadium as well. Yeah, brilliant. Um, number six, favourite book ever? Have you got a book? Are you a reader? You're not, you, you read books. Have you ever read a book? Is there one book that... Can't even think. No. Of a book. <laughs> I think of a book. I wish I could see Harry Potter or something. I've never read that. 
<laughs> I need, I need to get. I'll, I'm going to give you one of my my books. You can right, read that. Right. All right. I'll give you one of my. Uh, number seven favorite film ever. Uh, favorite film, another one. Um, well, you can have you can have a top three. Shawshank like. Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it's a really good film. Favorite food ever. Number eight. Pizza. Pizza. What are you having on the steak, pizza? Steak or pizza? Steak or pizza? Uh, go pizza. What are you having on the pizza? It's got to be some type of pepperoni, but the good pepperoni, like the right. Italian kind uh-huh. of pepperoni. Uh-huh. What about some mo- uh, buffalo mozzarella? Ah, what's like the Pisano type uh, yeah, pizza? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steak, how do you have the steak? Medium rare. Medium rare. That's Any it. Peppercorn sauce. Peppercorn Chip, sauce. Chips. Finsby nice. flat iron. Finsby flat iron. You know what, that's it. Finsby flat iron steak. That's, they that's are good. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. <laughs> shout out to them. They're really good. Yeah, very good. Okay, so last two questions in the quick fire. These ones aren't as quick quick fire. Maybe maybe have more than one word or one sentence. So number nine, what do you define success as in your life or or generally or and generally? What do you what do you what do you define success as in your life? I think um generally, probably, and again it applies to me as well, and I, I touched on it earlier, it's just being able to be able to apply yourself so much that you're you're Giving all you can in anything you do. Mm-hmm. So whether that be something you know nothing about or whether that be something you're really passionate about, just fully immerse yourself and, and be your best at that because you know, I don't think success can be defined by yeah. by anything, you know, mm-hmm. materialistic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you know, I think that's really important if you want to get uh, get something out of whatever you're doing. Yeah, I like that. I yeah. like that. So essentially it's not a material thing, it's not it's not something that you can really measure. It's more like Something, something you do. I think just so. Just applying yeah. yourself one hundred percent. Being able to see yourself doing yourself justice. Yeah, progress and, mm-hmm. and get better is something. I think that's that's success. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, number ten. What would you say to a young player starting off in their journey, their football journey? I would just say be completely open minded. Mm-hmm. Um, there'll be lots of kind of knocks on the road that might that yep. might put you down. Just that will test your resilience. What I would say is just keep an open mind and, and keep working hard to achieve what you want to achieve. Um, and if something doesn't go to plan, you know, just 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 be open minded and, and keep working towards what you where you want to get to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that, that. That would that would be my advice. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a really it's a really good one to finish on because I think there will be a lot of young players listening who do put a lot of pressure on themselves either. You know, to get a scholarship, to play in their academy, to play in their professional team, to make it as a footballer. And if one of those things don't work out, you know, and I know all too well, that there's always something around the corner that you can do. I would also say another important thing is just to be patient. Yeah. Because I think as well, young players want to get to mm. the finish line really quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that doesn't always happen. There's obstacles in the way. Mm. So just be patient and believe in yourself. Yeah. That, that would be my advice. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's us. So That's us. You, you were obviously on right at the very start. We did a Facebook Live. But this was oh, yeah, yeah. proper studio, proper mics. How did you find it? First class. I've, I've never actually been in a studio that looks in like this. So That's nice. That is really nice. And it's weird hearing your own voice with these... G4 claims. Yeah, this, Legends. this headset one. But yeah. Thank wait. you, brother. All right, mate. Cheers. All right. Thanks for having me. Hey, Hopefully yeah. you get some people of more significance on the, we're getting on, the, on the this, call. This, this is going to go around the, the Cisco. This is going to the top. <laughs> All right, so we'll see you. We'll see you soon. And I just wanted to say before before we go that my new website is just launched, samwardrop.com, So go and check it out. Cheers, Sam. Cheers, Greg.